tiempo pasó, me arrepentí, ahora pediré tu perdón. Mi indecisión causó el gran error. Hello everybody, welcome to We View Yasha, a podcast. I'm Sean. We're here to talk about episode 27, The Lake of the Evil Water God. This marks the end of season one in whatever arbitrary fashion they're rating all of the season one's episode oh, it's a finale i'm sure it's like amazing well there is no better way to go out than on a low note with <laughs> an essentially throwaway episode where they learn nothing about naraku or recover any jewels she does need to fight next to them once or something yeah and get her confidence back i guess this whole thing was like <laughs> this isn't my analogy but <laughs> if you were buying your son a hooker <laughs> just to get his confidence up Lindsay, what'd you think of this episode uh, eh, eh, eh. It, is, it is incredibly incredibly eh Save for some character moments, this was on track for being an episode I outright disliked. Uh, the first one of this show so far. Yeah, I'd say it's, it actually might be in the bottom. Yeah, and we talked a little last episode about what constitutes uh, season one versus season two. And content-wise, the last one kind of felt like season two. But I'd say... This one almost seems like it has a new crew working on it, that the writing isn't as tight as it normally is. And looking at the characters, did they seem off-model to you at all? No. I was trying to figure it out. I was just looking at Kagome and Moroku, and their faces seemed a little different. Uh, not bad, just slightly different, mm -hmm. that their faces were longer or something. But if you didn't notice it, I'm just crazy. <laughs> But initially, our gang is on the trail of Naraku's castle. The Sango still can't remember exactly, or any sort of landmarks that would help her. And at this point, she's probably feeling very useless, and Inuyasha is not helping, because he's constantly saying that, just join our group, like, we're pretty awesome, and you, you don't know anything about Naraku like we do, so get over your dead family. And he does keep um, making the comments like she doesn't really want to be here. Yeah, um, I don't think he's trying to motivate her necessarily. I think he speaks the truth in a certain way that she would much rather be on her own uh, finding vengeance. But he's what he's saying to her is that we're stronger together and that vengeance is the best medicine for whatever is ailing her. Moroku, not completely against him, also speaks a little softer to her. <laughs> like we could uh, we really help each other and i know i understand the pain you're going through and of course while he's saying this he is stroking that knee <laughs> and she pinches him he knows when no means no this is when shippo returns from his recon in his giant uh, pink balloon Dumb Shippo. I was I saw a shrine that way. Da, 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 da. <laughs> a shrine in the middle of a lake. Is it Naraku's castle? No, no, bitch. It's not. And they come across a, a flooded area farmland. And the flood has pretty much decimated the village. And they're in the middle of sacrificing 
a child to their water god. Perhaps what helps make this episode somewhat mediocre is Inuyasha's attitude here. Because he's also just kind of bored with how the plot's been going. Because he's like, okay, everybody, we're not going to sacrifice this child. It's probably just some stupid demon with a shard. <laughs> we're going to go in there, kick its ass, and everything's going to be fine. Uh, the the leader of the village is like, no, 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 we're just going to sacrifice this kid. Of course, the fact that Inuyasha's half-demon uh, causes everybody to not trust him. Of course, while he's yelling at everybody, uh, they see the child in the uh, the sacrificial, uh, what is that Palanquin? thing? Palanquin, we'll just call it. <laughs> he's got a weird, creepy mask. and <laughs> I like how they're all like, huh, all right, well, that's strange. And so Moroku smooths everything over between everybody, but the sacrifice is still going to go on. They, like, watch. <laughs> like, there's some licky shit out of our village. We really <laughs> hate children here. But they suspect something's up with that headmaster who's just a little too eager to... He's uh, got some sort of child-killing fetish he has to uh, satisfy. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, he makes... He was like, no, after all the other children we've sacrificed, how can I say no when it's my own son? Oh, yes, it is his own son that he's going to sacrifice. And they've already sacrificed, like, 14 kids or something <laughs> like that. So what's one more, he's really? Like, well, it's not fair to, like, stop this with my kids. <laughs> this guy's a real smooth operator. So they don't <laughs> like him. And a small child beckons them uh, to a, a pile oh. of junk. Oh, no, um... Well, we got to talk about Inuyasha's uh, idea to leave, because <laughs> there's nothing in it for them. <laughs> I just like how, um, I don't even remember if it was Kagome or Miroku who says it, but they're like, we're, we're going to go save the kid, aren't we? And then, like, Sango is just like... Yeah, it's a good thing we didn't blow past that, because I like that Kagome and Sango have a little alliance going on. It's like, we're good people, right? Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, we're going to help, right? Yeah. So that's good. So this child, uh, which has a real child's voice in the dub, which is good on them for getting a real kid. Usually it's a female voice actor who's doing like a higher-pitched voice. But but he's offering them a bunch of junk so that they go and save. Not a bunch of junk. Well, they're very Real stuff. <laughs> and that thing that Miroku picks up, whatever it is, is like, this is really valuable. Yeah. I thought it was a soccer ball at first because I was not paying attention. But <laughs> reminded me of like a a scepter, as if it's a thing that goes on top of the scepter. Oh, yeah. That's what it reminded me. Only like the gang. The gang figures out that he's the headmaster's real son, and that he wants to save whoever's gone in his place, which is a good childhood friend of his. Just some poor from the village. But you know, good for the kid. But the dad chickened out when it seems some sort of arrow lottery that. Yeah, a lot of guys just go. There's yeah. <laughs> an arrow in your roof, give me your child. <laughs> Sango, uh, in the middle of the story, has geared up and she's ready to fucking go <laughs> on her own, too. Yeah, she goes, See, I'm just going to go take care of this. You guys just stay here, pick out your silks, and uh, I'll go take care of it. Yeah, that's. Uh, putting another spat with Inuyasha along the way. Like, oh, okay, this, yeah, this. Inuyasha's not just going to go, oh, yeah. yeah. You're going to do all the fighting? Sure. <laughs> yeah. See, this is where I think Inuyasha's kind of got her number a little bit, that she's looking for a suicide mission because maybe partially she feels guilty for all of those people that were killed, that she could have done more. 
but uh, Inuyasha is trying to teach her, no, we're going to keep fighting as long as possible, and of course we're going to help you out. I mean, she does say that, hey, I've got a rep as a demon slayer. If I can't go take care of this demon, then... Mm -hmm. So I think part of it is, like, maybe not just, like, I'm looking for a suicide mission to go out on, but also... I still yeah, oh yeah, I still got a job to do. And I mean, that was her family business. Mm -hmm. That was they're all gone, so of course she needs to. It's, it's okay that Inuyasha's taking a hard hand with her. It's just you know her family's dead. <laughs> I mean, you can be a little <laughs> more sensitive there. And Moroku, stop touching her. Oh, I love that with the. I can't even remember what scene it was, but Miroku's got his hands full of like all these silks, like. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. He's just like there. Mm -hmm. And then the next scene is like. Or the next pet, I think it's even the same scene. They're just all of a sudden gone, but mm -hmm. that one little bit of him. <laughs> We're, uh, we cut to some fishmen presenting the child to the water god, who pretty immediately sees through the ruse. This is not the child I asked for. And he picks up the child by the face and smashes the mask. Yeah, poor kid. And the kid is even like, I'm sorry, just please eat me anyway. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, one of the wide shots of the, the water god sm uh, holding the child by the face is the preloader image for the Netflix episode. So oh. it's just like you just see it, this child being menaced. <laughs> oh my god, I hated the water god voice. Uh, the, the dub? No. Oh, that's a... Japanese. Can you do an impression? <laughs> and try to make it not racist? No. <laughs> Was it like, or is it? No, it was really um, high pitched for. Oh, like he was one of those aristocratic. Oh, like the candies. Well, I believe it. And of all the people they've, all the demons they fought, uh, not a favorite of this guy really. I wanted him dead in the second act, but we're gonna have to wait until the third act. I mean, I thought it'd be a tricky bad guy with the snake. Oh, I would rather kill a spider than a snake. Mm. But he's, yeah. I mean, yeah. Good thing the gang arrives by boat. Sango won't get in the boat. <laughs> Ready to you all in front of the boat. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know if, like, I don't know people don't like water. <laughs> but they love killing fish more than they hate the water. Because they get there and their first plan is to Metal Gear Solid their way in. But Inuyasha just kills the two guards and kicks open the door, setting off all the alarms. Wait, there's guards. <laughs> oh, they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them shovel. <laughs> and and all the guards turn into like a little crab and they're all yeah. enchanted creatures. They're like Davy Jones. They stop Taramaru and Inuyasha. I think the water god recognizes that Taramaru is the one he is supposed to eat. Inuyasha's attack is blocked by the trident. Yes, and um, untransforms it. Yeah, it deactivates <laughs> it. It deactivates his lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> stops its power, and he sends giant waves of water at our crew. And I thought at this point, there are no bees around. Moroku should just whip out that wind tunnel. But maybe there are too many children around. <laughs> everybody sent out the front door most everybody the childhood friend uh tries to hit the water god with a lamp or something <laughs> a stand or something and, oh because only shoots yeah them, this right? is where she shoots her arrow and he catches it thinking haha but it's a sacred arrow little mm -hmm. does he know and it weakens his tentacle arm yeah so it's like blasts it down to a skeleton <laughs> mm -hmm. 
and they all run out. Yes, and then he's like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> and then he just kind of slithers around stalking yeah. them. <laughs> I'm going to get you. <laughs> that would be terrifying. I, I Sango, meanwhile, is unconscious on a rock, and Moroku... Uh, One of the few highlights of this episode. Oh no, I have to give this hot woman mouth-to-mouth. He doesn't know CPR. CPR hasn't been invented yet. <laughs> Inuyasha floats by. Uh, two fish maidens yeah. are helping him. Uh, there's some good kind of mythological stuff going on in this episode, too, because I like that they uh, they say that the, the water god is an imposter, and the true one is trapped in a nearby crag, which I'm going to call the Aqua Crag. <laughs> So he sends Sango and Moroku off in that direction. And it didn't seem like it was so far away. No, it's just They're right over there. Like, it's right there, but then it takes them forever. They have to get back in the boat and swim over. And what an awkward boat ride that would be. So, <laughs> so you tried to kiss me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and she's very demanding. <laughs> oh, that, that water goddess? Yeah. Yeah, it's not like, hey, help me. It's like, you. Get me out of here <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, well, before that, uh, they're all high. Uh, Kagome is protecting the children in a hut. She always has to protect the children, even Shippo. Shippo, do something. Yeah, Shippo's still there. But the water god crushes the hut with his giant tentacle, and he wants to kill that Kagome first because, uh, like Yura, he knows that something I with her. <laughs> you seem powerful and you scare me, so you are going to die. And on the boat ride, Sango learns of Inuyasha from Moroku, the strength of his character. Inuyasha arrives just in time to save Kagome, but he gets pulled into the lake. Oh! Oh, he does, instead of going with Moroku and Sango, yes. he says, down, he says, saving Kagome comes first. Oh, shit! And he goes off to rescue Kagome mm. instead of going to the water goddess with the others. Guess what, Lindsay? Will they, won't they is back. <laughs> but he does. He didn't get... say anything about Shippo. Oh. Kagome. Baby Kagome comes first. And there's two other kids there. <laughs> he does get pulled into the lake, and then he gets pulled under. Sangu and Moroku have arrived at the Aqua Crag, and they hear a voice. It's a woman. Oh, it's a water goddess. <laughs> Peel the seal off. Yes, yes, ma'am. He peels the seal, and inside the rock is a very tiny lady and uh he is very disappointed because he couldn't even if he tried you know so beautiful but so tiny mm. oh wow uh things move pretty quickly after this point uh, the goddess uh arrives at the fight and she creates that vortex yeah, that underwater, keeps so. him from drowning and sango joins the fight after mm. the god throws the trident at the pier as Sango joins, I think she tries her boomerang attack, and it doesn't work. And then Inuyasha saves her. Then is happy that she's there, like, yeah, this is the real stuff, isn't it? And then goes and punches the water god in the face. <laughs> he also it turned into a full snake at this point. Yeah, right? it's like a weird water snake type thing. Uh, we breeze past the part two, and I shouldn't have, speaking of punching, where he punched the uh, child a bunch of times oh, as well. Oh, yeah. The son of the headmaster. <laughs> He's just like, well, he, like, Kagome's like, uh, Inuyasha shouldn't do that. And he's just like looking and talking to him, just touching the kid. Yeah. He's got to know who's boss. Like, I mean, that's his reason. Oh, the, the all the vortexes that the water god is 
creating are headed towards the, oh, uh, no. the now the town's in peril oh. it's, we got enough going on in this episode we really did not need the town everyone we care about lives there <laughs> of the characters we've grown to know and love <laughs> it's like all these characters know that they're in a lesser episode <laughs> so like we're, we just have to get through this so last episode you uh we decided that it was a comparable to homework this one's like medicine that you take <laughs> so you can get some sleep. And not that nice flavored stuff, no. like that old-fashioned stuff that you never wanted to take. Yeah. But the goddess needs the trident to calm the tornadoes, so uh, Inuyasha, um, after being yelled at by Kagome, <laughs> Inuyasha, I'll be fine! No, get the trident! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, doesn't he have it and the snake yeah. bites his arm? He could just... Yeah, so he's got it. And Kagome's just like, hey, get the trident with you. And he's like, aren't you even worried about me? I'm going to think now. <laughs> and then I think it throws him. The trident falls short, and uh, the headmaster's kid has to dive after it. Yeah. And he also is like skipping across the water. Mm. And I think that's when Sango grabs him. Yeah, they end up working together. Sango's and back. They kind of have it. A bonding moment with the newest member of the group. Yep. And uh, Moroku does the finishing move finally. Using oh, this. yeah. Oh. I did think it was really pretty awesome when she, like, swings him around and he just cuts the snake, like, right right in half. Yep. And then Moroku's like, I got this. And I'm like, how oh, dead. But okay. <laughs> no, pick up. He's ganking the kill uh, so that he gets the experience yes. points. <laughs> That is exactly what he's doing. I can't have a dead snake in the lake. Had, that won't decompose. It had two hit points left, and he's just, I got it. I win. He's my life. The goddess calms the winds, and now she's fully grown, so Moroku can do as he pleases. <laughs> but I don't even think they mentioned that, nope. did they? He took the no the first time. Yeah. This, this guy, is just he just moves on. <laughs> yeah, he's, he did not look back. They've saved the day. The kids are happy and very, uh, they admire their newfound uh, saviors. Oh, yeah, like, I'm going to go up to be just like them. The poor kid looks like the prince from the Toad Who Would Be Prince. Yeah, with the little Charlie Brown eyes. As our heroes are leaving town, uh, Inuyasha is upset that they were in a filler episode. But Moroku's happy because he has a giant cart full of stuff that he's going to sell. He just mentioned to the headmaster how brave his son was coming to the rescue. <laughs> so let's keep this quiet. I don't think this town's going to last very long with that sort of headmaster in charge. But well, they have an actual water goddess protecting them, so maybe it'll be okay. Now that they're not being flooded every week. Speaking of weak, this was a weak episode. <laughs> Uh, talking about it, though, I'm remem- I'm remembering parts that are enjoyable. Mostly the character stuff and uh, the dialogue and getting Sango back in the game to where she's not just a big old yeah. mopey rock throughout. Kind of... Yeah, that was the Lake of the Evil Water God. Way to go out on it. <laughs> Even one. <laughs> not what you do. It's like, uh, how did Dexter go out? Hurricane, right? <laughs> <laughs> really? I can't... Or hurricane... Oh, really? Wow. How did Oz go out? I've never seen all oh, of Dexter. I think there's an explosion and then Oz, it evacuates the survivors. It was a, it was a chemical uh, gas leak something or other. And yeah. then they're like, 
Harold Perrineau's like, we'll be back one day. Stupid. Am I all laying on the bed? All right. Well, thank you for joining <laughs> us for talking about Inuyasha. Yeah, how I met your mother. The Lake of the Evil Water God. This episode really finished really strong if we are talking about, like, every other show except Inuyasha. Aw. But we'll save what we actually think about this episode when we do our top three and our bottom three, which... This episode might be one of our bottom three, what? <laughs> Spoilies. Yeah, I'm already cultivating my list, so get that ready, Lindsay. Hey, hey, I've got homework. I'm going to say I think the bottom three is going to be tough, too, because there are two prime candidates, I think, but a third one is going to be forever associated with the other two, and that's going to be tough. Already from from the Reddit comments, uh, I, I, pretty different from what people said. Although people love that Songo episode, so we may be right in line with that. <laughs> not many people Yeah. Well, at least one person was like, "I love Kiku." I think she just splits the audience because she's like, um, uh, I can't think of a TV example. Usually, I have one right off the bat. Well, they didn't last very long, so it doesn't bode well. Apparently, Brad Pitt gets abusive when he drinks, and drinks a lot. Oh, so it does, I mean, I can imagine Inuyasha doing that. He has no... not abusive at all. Never hit And he has no more demons to fight. Who becomes the new punching bag? That's why he needs a strong woman to keep him in check with a sick command. Oh my god. Well, Sango would murder him, I think, in their first fight. Sango we needs... get to see him fight. Oh, really? Yeah, we got to see him Oh, fight. we got to see them fight. Yeah. I thought more fighting happens. Um, Yeah. But she was... It wasn't a proper fight. She was injured. She had a dual charge. She just... It didn't make her any stronger. It just made her feel no pain. Yeah, it wasn't... <laughs> her injury wasn't hindering her. Well, the pain wasn't, but I think her body wasn't really working like it normally does. She no, was no, bleeding no. out. <laughs> no, that was no that was no proper fight. And he was told not to fight her. <laughs> it's really everybody not at full strength. Yeah, he was doing his best like not to fight. <laughs> well, we're gonna save this for uh, when we do our who would win in a fight list. I'm gonna make you do all kinds of lists. Now Sango and Inuyasha don't fit together. What she needs is somebody with an insatiable sexual appetite who will tame her. With a hole in his <laughs> Yeah. Well, there's not really. It's kind of slum <laughs> And of course, Kagome belongs with Shippo. Well, thanks for listening, folks. And that's how I met your mother. Bye. <laughs>